Hello, good humans, and welcome to the first Hello, Good Humans episode of 2024. You're just getting me today, and that is all right. I have a couple of interviews that are edited and ready to go, but I thought we would spend the first episode of this year, just us, the besties, all of my Hello, Good Humans pod squad, how are you? I have some major life updates for you since the last time that we all chatted. And today we're going to talk about my major life update. We're going to talk about what I did over New Year's, which was super exciting. And then we're going to talk about my 2024 ins and outs, which is a trend that I was seeing on Instagram this year. Absolutely love it. I think it's better, in my opinion, than New Year's resolutions. So we'll talk about that, and I will, uh, I'll go through my ins and outs, maybe all of them, maybe some of them. I did write a lot, but my big news is that, oh my gosh, I'm grinning like an idiot. Ben and I are engaged. So after I recorded the last episode of 2023, because I kind of bulk recorded and edited a couple of episodes so that I didn't have to be editing and recording during the Christmas season because working at church, it's pretty busy for me anyway. And I just, you know, I wanted to to be more efficient. And yeah. Anyway, so on December 14th, I got engaged to my bestest friend in the whole entire world, my person, my love, Ben. He has been a guest on the podcast at least twice. I think just twice. And he's amazing. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. So I need to share some backstory. So my birthday is December 26th. So my whole life, people have asked me, does it suck? Do you hate having your birthday so close to Christmas? The answer is no, because this is how it's always been. One of the things that was really nice is that I never had to go to school on my birthday. Because of the nature of my jobs, I've never really had to work on my birthday, except for maybe last year or the year before, my birthday was on a Sunday. And so I had to do a couple of church services on my birthday, but I love church, so that was not an issue. But yeah, no, I've never I've never had a problem with it. Yes, people have given me combined gifts, but I've never been the kind of person, the kind of kid or adult that has cared about that. So you know what? To all of you listening, if you want to give me a combined birthday Christmas gift, by all means, please do it. Or just send me a card or just wish me a happy birthday because I love it all. And I'm not I'm not really that picky of a person when it comes to gifts. So the backstory is that a couple of weeks prior, Ben had said, hey, since we're going to be traveling on your birthday, and we'll get to that, um, could I take you out for your birthday early? And I'm like, yeah, sure, that's great. So he had planned this birthday outing, and um, he wanted to go to Rotary Lights, which are a big light show here in La Crosse. He took me out to dinner. Um, he had a couple of other things planned, but it was all under the guise of being a birthday surprise. So I got dressed. I was super excited. I kind of had an inkling. 
maybe I'm getting engaged tonight. But Ben was very adamant that it was my birthday. And even at dinner, he pulled out of his pocket two smaller birthday gifts. And he said, like, okay, these are two of your birthday gifts. And so admittedly in that moment, I kind of like felt a little bit sad and thought to myself, man, maybe we really are here just for my birthday. (laughs) And I know I just got done saying that I didn't care about gifts, but when I thought maybe I was getting engaged, my birthday suddenly seemed a lot less exciting. So I had my quote-unquote birthday gifts. We had a delicious dinner um, at a fancy restaurant, which people later were like, well, we knew you were getting engaged the second we saw you at that restaurant because I had posted it on my Instagram story. But Ben and I go there probably like once every couple of months. So even going to a fancier restaurant was not out of the ordinary for us, I guess. So I kind of threw a a skewer in his plans because we got to dinner and I decided that I really did not want to go to Rotary Lights. And it was just because I didn't want to be outside in the cold and I'd been to Rotary Lights before. So I, I was like, is it okay if we skip Rotary Lights? And inside... Ben's head he's like oh crap because he had the whole night kind of like perfectly timed out so then we just like lingered at dinner for a while longer and Ben suggested that we go get ice cream um and he told me that we had a reservation somewhere at 7 15 and he wouldn't tell me where for some reason I got in my head that we were doing something athletic at 7 15 and I don't really remember why, but for whatever reason, I had convinced myself that we were going axe throwing, and Ben completely went along with it, and I was like, do we have to go axe throwing? Look, I'm wearing a dress. I really don't want to go axe throwing, and he's like, no, like, it'll be fun. It'll be different for us. You know, you've you've had kind of a couple of bad days here in a row, and doing something active will really make you feel better. I'm like, really? This is my birthday outing and you're going to bring me axe throwing? So we're sitting at the ice cream place. I'm thinking, okay, 7.15 and we have to go axe throwing. And he said, but before we go to our 7.15 reservation, I have to pick up a book from Pearl Street Books, which again, not out of the out of the ordinary for us. We have been going to Pearl Street Books since we started dating. I have been going to Pearl Street Books since I was six years old and moved to lacrosse. So it was not weird for me. Um, but then. We got to Pearl Street Books, and we were the only ones there. The shop, a worker who is darling and who I wish I knew her name, she greeted us, and we just kind of start browsing around, and I said, well, Ben, don't you want to ask for the book you have to pick up so we can get to our 715 reservation? Inside thinking, like, so we can go freaking axe throwing. Anyway. So he was just kind of being like a little sus at this point. He was like, oh, no, we'll just look around for a while. And then he's like, do you want to go up to the mezzanine? Because in the in the shop, they have this little second story, I guess. So you can go up these stairs. It's like a it's like a uh, big grand staircase. And there's this little sitting area up there. And Ben and I had been up there before. We once went up there and enjoyed uh, almost a a hurricane. 
I'm joking, but it was pouring outside and we were supposed to be hanging out downtown, but we hid in Pearl Street Books in the mezzanine and just watched it rain. Anyway, I digress. Also, haven't recorded a podcast by myself in a while, so I feel like I'm just like... Also, I'm a little bit caffeinated and I'm just excited because I'm telling you my engagement story. But anyway, we go up to the mezzanine and we're just kind of chilling and and I'm just like, okay, this is weird because Ben was so adamant that we had this 715 ominous, maybe axe throwing reservation and now he doesn't care about the time anymore. We're just hanging out at Pearl Street Books. And he said he had to pick up a book, but he didn't even ask. And all of a sudden, he hands me a letter. And he's like, okay, this is your last birthday gift. So once again, I think, I'm getting engaged. And then he says, birthday gift. And I'm like, dang it. Maybe it really is just my birthday. So I read this letter. And it was basically saying that my last birthday gift was him setting up a scavenger hunt for me in Pearl Street Books because the first summer that we were dating was during COVID. So there wasn't a lot to do. But for his birthday, I set up a scavenger hunt in Pearl Street Books. So he said he wanted to return the favor and he set me up the scavenger hunt. So I'll I'll spare you all of the romantic, mushy-gushy details that I know Ben would want me to keep private. But basically every... Uh, letter led me to a book that had something to do with our relationship. Either we bonded over our love for the series, or we read it together, or we watched the TV series of it. And then in the cover of each book was a letter that led to the next book. So then the last clue led to Harry Potter, which is my all-time favorite series ever, 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 my favorite thing in the whole entire world. And he said in his letter that my final clue or my final gift was on the very first page of the book. It was Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, so the sixth book, the green one. And I opened the cover of the book and there is a cutout, like the inside of the book is cut out and inside the cutout, there is a piece of tissue paper. So I take out the tissue paper, I close the book, I set it aside and there was nothing in the tissue paper. I looked at Ben and I said, there's nothing in here. I was so confused. He's like, Zoe, just look back in the book. So I opened the book and the cutout is specifically cut so that the page that was showing was the chapter called The Unbreakable Vow. At this point, the man gets down on one knee and asks me to marry him in the mezzanine of our favorite bookshop. And I. I just have, I have goosebumps even talking about it. And I'm sitting by myself talking to my phone and I'm just like, I'm so happy. It's just, it was so perfect. It was so us surrounded by books, surrounded by this community that we love because we love lacrosse. And it was just so sweet. And people have asked me, did you cry? I really didn't, which is surprising for me, but my, my uh, eyes definitely filled with tears, but I was more just like giddy. Like I was laughing because I was so excited and it was just really, really sweet. So I ended 2023 as an engaged woman. My ring is absolutely beautiful and he did an amazing job. He chose it from an Etsy shop, which amazing, uh, supporting 
small artists, and it is a lab-grown diamond, so it's more ethically sourced, and just all of these things that were so thoughtful, so thought out, and just mean a lot to me and to us as a couple. So that is the story of us getting engaged. As of this day, this moment that I'm recording, we do not have anything planned. (laughs) We are touring a couple of venues this weekend, but we don't have a date. We don't even really have a season. We don't have a venue. It's all up in the air. Um, Probably not 2024, hopefully 2025. Um, But yeah, I'm super excited. So all of those other episodes where we talk about Ben or Ben is in them, he's now fiance Ben instead of boyfriend Ben. So the pod squad is engaged. We are all engaged to Ben. Just kidding. He's mine. So moving on, what did I do over New Year's? Well, working at a church, I had a pretty busy Christmas season. Uh, We did a bunch of Christmas Eve services. We did a service the week leading up to Christmas. It was all great. I love Christmas. I love celebrating Jesus's birth. It is just It's truly the most wonderful time of year for me. I completely understand that it is not the most wonderful time of year for everybody and that maybe not everybody listening even celebrates Christmas. So I want to be mindful of that. But for me, it is truly, truly the happiest. The day after Christmas, Ben, my fiance, my fiance, Ben, and I flew to Phoenix, Arizona. It was our first time in Arizona together. He'd been there before, but I'd never been to Arizona before. And we got to spend a couple of days in Surprise, Arizona, which is a really beautiful town with an amazing retirement community. We stayed with our bonus grandpa and grandma down there. I have a lot of bonus grandpa and grandmas working at a church, and they all are so generous and so loving. Excuse me, my acid reflux is just making her entrance today. But we stayed in surprise for a couple of days with my bonus grandma and grandpa. We made some pottery. We had a lot of really nice meals together. We explored the retirement community a little bit. And when I tell you that this is a retirement community, it is a retirement resort. I'm just going to put that out there. Anything that you could ever possibly want, I swear they had there. It was it was incredible. Um, and then we hiked White Tank Mountain together. Then we, meaning Ben and myself, went to Sedona where we stayed for four nights and, and adventured out during the day. So we went to uh, Saguaro National Park, which is all cacti. In every direction, every kind of cacti, every size of cacti, it was incredible. We did some hiking there. The second day, we went to the Grand Canyon, which, amazing. I had no idea. I had I had tried to comprehend in my brain what the Grand Canyon was going to look like, and I swear to you all, I could have never imagined it in a million years what it was actually going to look like. It was so big. And Ben and I hiked about four miles of it, which was incredible. But then later to find out that it's 277 miles long. So we hiked four miles of 277 miles. I just, I cannot, even after seeing it, I cannot wrap my head around it. And to think that a river, a river caused this. Anyway, 
This podcast is not for geological discoveries, but my mind was seriously blown. Day three, we went to Petrified Forest National Park, which again, mind blown. Day four, we, wait, is that right? Yeah, day four was New Year's Eve. So we kind of just beat bopped around Sedona. We went thrifting, which is one of our favorite things to do. Um, This is a life hack. Instead of buying $45 tourist t-shirts in whatever city you're visiting, go to the local Goodwill and find one for $4. That's what we did. We got a couple of really cool vintage-looking Arizona t-shirts for like $3. Um, We went to dinner together, and then we saw the new movie Anyone But You, which was fantastic. And you know what? Ben and I were in bed by 9 p.m. on New Year's. Uh, neither of us are really great at staying up late, but we were so exhausted from the previous three days of hiking and driving and traveling. Our New Year's Eve was, it was really relaxing and that was perfect. Then the next day was New Year's Day. We went to the Phoenix Zoo, which both of us love. And I used to have a really weird feeling about zoos. I think maybe as a vegetarian or because I didn't really understand. I I always assumed that zoos were just there to trap animals. And as I've gotten older, I've realized how much conservation work so many of them do and how they really work to provide rehabilitation for the animals. So that was just really cool to see the Phoenix Zoo does so much rehab for animals. They have like an entire medical center for the animals there. I guess it would be a vet. I don't know. Does a lion go to the vet? I don't I don't know. Anyway, so that was super cool. And then we went back to our bonus grandpa and grandma's house, had dinner, went to sleep, woke up the next day, had a seamless day of travel back to the Midwest, and then it was back to work. So that was amazing. Ben and I have a goal as a couple to visit all of the national parks together. So We checked three off of our list, and we only have like 63 more to go. All right, I'm not going to make this too much longer today because I really feel like you guys don't like to just listen to me by myself that much. But let's talk about 2024 ins and outs. So for those of you that don't know what this means, instead of New Year's resolutions this year, there is this trend where you wrote down your ins, which were things that you were taking in for the year, things that you're going to try to do more of, things that you want more of, and then your outs are things that you're not going to be focusing on, things that you're not going to waste your energy on, things that you're not going to do anymore. So I really like it. Um, For my ins, movie theater dates. I love me a good movie theater date. Healthy friendships which is something that I've been working on so intentionally over the past year or so, saying yes to opportunities because I often let my anxiety get in the way of doing things. And I'm really good at packing my professional life full with yeses, but I'm really bad at packing, or I shouldn't say packing. I'm really bad at saying yes in my personal life. There is something, um, something, gives me a lot of anxiety about making plans with friends. And I know that that sounds so dumb, so weird. Maybe some of you know what I'm talking about, but 
it's a lot easier for me to commit to something if it's professional, if it's, you know, me doing a musical, me volunteering, something like that. Something something along those lines is so much easier for me to commit to than a friend saying, hey, do you want to go out to lunch? I don't know. There is something so anxiety producing about that for me. So one of my ends this year is saying yes socially and I guess professionally as well, but specifically socially. Another in is caring for my home. I've been really inspired by the homesteader aesthetic. Um, Somebody who really is intentional about how they're caring for their home, how they're cleaning, how they're organizing, the food that they're making. Um, I got a sewing machine for Christmas, so I'm really excited to start learning how to make my own pillowcases or my own dishcloths, things like that that I can make with my own two hands and have at home instead of, you know, having to go to Walmart to buy them, something like that. Another in for 2024 is intentional movement, which is always a struggle for me. So we're just going to leave it at that. Along with that is eating what fuels me. Um, I am the kind of person whose eyes are always more hungry than her stomach. And so if my eyes see a chocolate chip cookie, they are going to eat that chocolate chip cookie no matter if I'm hungry for it or not. So just working on eating what actually is fueling me and giving me energy versus what looks good in the moment. The next one is wedding planning, which I was super excited to get to add on there. Pretty self-explanatory. Another in is decluttering and minimizing. There is intentional spending. You know, I have a wedding to save for. Ben and I are also hoping to buy our house. So we are really trying to keep a lot of money in the bank these days. Another in is homemade coffee and tea because I spent an obnoxious amount of money at specifically Bluebird Cafe. Love you guys if you're listening. Um, There's a couple more that are a little bit more personal. And then another in is daily scripture and prayer. So I'm actually going to try to read the entire Bible this year. Like I said, it's January 4th, and I have done successfully four days on my plan, but I'm doing um, the Bible recap plan on the Bible app, and I and I really like it so far because she provides a section of scripture to read, and then she provides like a eight to 12-minute recap just so that if there were things that were a little bit more confusing, she really covers it nicely. And then my last in is 52 more episodes of Hello, Good Humans which I'm so excited for. And I'm so excited to do that many more interviews and get to know people. And I guess I lied. That was not the last one. The last one that I added later, kind of as a joke, but it's real, is just cats. Cats are always in. Cats are never out. Okay. My outs are a little bit more personal, so we'll see if I want to uh, share all of them. But the first one that I have is phone and screen usage. I think that's something that probably a lot of people my age are starting to be aware of and starting to realize kind of negatively impacts a lot of us. So I want to get off of my phone and laptop more. I'm not really a TV person in general, but I do go on my phone and laptop a lot. The second one is kind of a joke, but I wrote down worrying about my Spotify wrapped 
as I'm listening to music during the year. And I told this to Ben, and he's like, what? Does that mean that your entire Spotify wrapped is fake? I'm like, no, it's not like I am listening during the year and curating what I'm listening to so that it's in my Spotify wrapped. But if I'm being honest, every time I listen to something, I think about whether or not it will be in my Spotify wrapped. And so if you are an avid Hello Good Humans listener, you will know that I have been going through a little bit of a struggle with Taylor Swift. <laughs> like maybe an out for 2024 should be talking about Taylor Swift on the podcast, but Taylor Swift is someone who I so desperately want to love, but I just struggle with. And nobody cares except for me this much about my struggle with Taylor Swift. But all I'm trying to say is that Taylor Swift was on my Spotify wrapped as my third most listened to artist. And I didn't know how to feel about it. And so anytime I listen to Taylor Swift from now on, I'm going to be anxious. Anyway, no, I'm not going to be anxious because I'm, I'm letting that go. What I listen to is what I listen to. All right, another out is mindless snacking. Yep. Working at a church is hard because there's always goodies around. So I'm just going to leave that one. Another one is letting fatigue get in the way. I think this goes with my social anxiety that I talked about earlier, but being around people really drains me. But I let that fatigue ruin other things. And so I am letting go of letting fatigue get in the way. I am also letting go of people's opinions of my outfits and style matter to me because so often I will put on an outfit that I think is so cute and people close to me will say something like, "Mm, it's not my favorite and I feel so sad that I go and change and I'm done doing that. Because my outfit does not have to be your favorite. Because if I like it and I feel cute and comfortable, then I'm going to keep it on. And if you think it's weird, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that my outfit caused your, (laughs) captured your attention. Oh my goodness. All right. I'm kind of done talking. So those are my three, three things for the year. I got engaged. I went to Arizona, and here are my 2024 ins and outs. And I am so grateful for all of you that are listening to Hello Good Humans in the new year. I love you all so much, and you are all good humans. All right, bye-bye. 